0: i'm tim leaper Own tim leaper roofing and we do residential and commercial service and replacement we're basically your friends in the roofing business we're local we can help you we're quick to respond without customers we don't have a business so if there's anything we can do to help you please don't hesitate to call
1: I'm Tommy Bryan. time for the sixth inning with Woody hunt, retired baseball coach, hall of fame coach at Cumberland university. And and you mentioned a man in our previous segment who had a world of influence on you, Dr. Ernest Stockton, a man who loved Cumberland
0: through and through. It was, no. it, it was, it was to his core. It was his fiber. His, his existence with Cumberland. He, uh, his loyalty to this university and at the time of Cumberland College was second to none. And I tell other people this, that guy had more passion for this university than anybody that I've ever seen. I expe- I saw loyalty in him. And you've got to see loyalty from other people before you can develop loyalty yourself. So I think was one of the big reasons that maybe I stayed here that long because I developed a passion for this university like he did. And uh, he, he had a... a Profound influence on me because he taught me how to love Cumberland uh, through its downfalls, through its uh, barely existing. You know that we it was a survival days back then. Cumberland was was at that time a private junior, junior college. college. Yeah. And and that's a rare thing. Yeah. The, the, the enrollment was three or four hundred or whatever it was. Uh, we were struggling paying our bills. Uh, Dr. Stockton never showed any type of of uh, panic or whatever you may say he he was just kept fighting and kept working and he, he wanted he wanted everybody to think Cumberland was the greatest university the greatest school in the in a country and uh so I saw that passion from him and uh you know he stayed here for twenty five years i believe as president and then my only regret is he didn't live uh enough to enjoy life after Cumberland. I remember he was on our field one day back in 84. And the next day, I think we were going to play Maryville, or I forgot it maybe who the opponent was. He came out and he said, Coach, uh, we had a little discussion. When are you playing? Play tomorrow, 1 o'clock, whatever I said to him. And then uh, that night or the next morning, he dies from a heart attack. And that was really hard for the whole university and, and hard, hard on me because I was very close to him. But I, I learned loyalty and passion from just watching Dr. Stockton.
1: During that time at Cumberland was kind of a golden junior college years. Yep. Mickey had got the team up to ranked number one at one time in the nation. And, and, and you and he developed that Cincinnati connection yep. with recruiting a pipeline out of the Cincinnati Storm Club, if I yeah.
0: remember right, yes, well, Midland and Storm Club and other teams up there. I, I, I learned to recruit from Mickey to learn how to expand your base, and uh, Mickey was a relentless recruiter. Uh, and of course, back in those days, you had just, all you had was your office phone, and I, 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 Mickey, I just saw that you know he that you can bring people here if you just go out and get them, and I saw that Mickey. We went on. Cincinnati, Lexington, all over, you know, little cars we had. And so he taught me how to be a relentless recruiter. Uh, And I knew that had to be that way to get people here. Uh, But, uh, you know, we were uh, a two-year college then, and it was a tough sale in some cases. But uh, Juco Ball was very, very popular then. It's like it is today. It's very popular. and And a good brand of baseball. Good brand. We got some very good, outstanding players. But my career as a Juco coach only lasted two years. As a head coach, I was assistant with Mickey for three years, but the 1980 team got to be number one in the country. But that's a year I was with, with the Shelby Pirates, you know? Uh, and I wasn't with that team, but I did come back the next year.
1: And I had a, and a little fling working with it, minor yeah. league baseball. Did, I was. Did you get that
0: out of your system? Um, yeah, I uh, I got to be a general manager and then later on become a manager in the pirate system. Uh, and the guy who owned the Shelby Pirates was a guy who owned the Holiday Inn in Danville. So he bought the club and asked me to be the general manager. And so I moved to Shelby, North Carolina for over a year with and, and developed a relationship with the pirate people. And then uh, that's how that got, got going. So I went to Shelby and we were very uh, very disappointed how things turned out because we were not successful at the gate. And the hardest I've ever worked is at Shelby, North Carolina, because I did it all, you know and uh, and but I did develop some great friends with the pirate organization who allowed me to do other things in the organization later on. And as looking back, a lot of those
1: relationships with minor leaguers or people in that organization, Wound up helping you later on down the road. Yeah, you could make a phone call and cross check
0: a kid with a with a pro scout who would say, Yeah, yeah, I knew I knew them all, and I've been to the old front stadium, and you know, and just I, I just knew the, the front office people with at, at the Pirates. I I got to know the scouting director. The, the I knew the uh, minor league director, and I knew Branch Ricky, the third, who's grandson of Branch right. Ricky. Became good friends with him, Murray Cook, who, who later on led the Cincinnati Reds to a, to a world championship. And, and, uh, uh, and so, and I was able to keep those uh, relationships after I came back here. I'll wrap up the sixth inning with
1: Woody Hunt, Hall of Fame baseball coach at Cumberland University. If you've been in Zaxby's, you know that we've got memorabilia all over the walls signifying different things. Castle Heights is certainly has such a long history to it. And we have sketching that was done uh, by someone that was from town here. And it was kind of fun one day. I was out in the dining room talking to guests. And they're like, our son did that. We've also got some George Jones memorabilia that his widow uh, had the opportunity to meet her and work with her on a project. She said she wanted us to have some pieces, and we, we certainly treasure all of those things.